Welcome back to episode number 39 of Enlighten, an Advent and Christmas podcast from All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas. Thanks for joining us. Before we begin, be sure to go ahead and subscribe on your podcast platform so that you don't miss any of our daily episodes. Uh, we've been going through all of Advent and now the whole Christmas season so far, talking about the ways that God shines light into our lives and helps us to reflect that light for others. We are on day 39, which means that we are almost there. Uh, it's Wednesday, January 5th, uh, this year at least, and our last day of this project is Sunday, the Baptism of the Lord. Uh, I've been enjoying this so much, and I really hope that it's been a great resource for you to reflect on this unique time of the year that the church gives us. I've definitely grown as a part of this process, and I pray that you have too. But we're not done yet, so uh, here we go. Today is the Feast of St. John Newman, who was the Bishop of Philadelphia from 1852 to 1860. Um, Now, if you've been following along, you listened yesterday, you know that yesterday was the Feast of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and I went through the whole story of her life and as a part of these reflections, but today I want to do something different. Not that St. John Newman's life is any less interesting or inspiring or important, but because I think we have a really cool opportunity with these saints' feast days being back-to-back like this. But first, a very a very brief bio of St. John Newman, because not everybody knows a whole lot about him. He was born in Bohemia in 1836, which is it was part of the Austrian Empire at the time, and then it's now part of the Czech Republic. It's a little bit complicated, but he spoke German and Czech. Um, but anyway, after finishing his degrees, and uh, he, he discerned that he wanted to go to seminary, and so he went and he finished all of his uh, ecclesiastical degrees, and then... After all of that, afterwards, he was told that he would actually not be ordained, but that there was a possibility that he could be sent to Philadelphia to serve the German population there. Um, I can't imagine after all of that having the the snag be whether or not you're getting ordained. Um, Letters got mixed up. It all fell through. But he was sure that God was calling him to serve as a priest in America. Uh, So he had to ultimately make the trip alone uh, with like $40 in his pocket without being ordained, with no official certificates, with no promise that he actually had anywhere to go. Um, but when he arrived, God made sure that he found the right people and that he was ordained for the Diocese of New York. He eventually incarnated or transferred, basically, to the Redemptorist Order, and then in 1852, he was appointed Bishop of Philadelphia. He was known to be really effective and patient and faithful, intentional and honest, Um, and during his time as bishop, he oversaw some of the most significant growth of the Archdiocese uh, ever. Because he spoke not only German and Czech, but also English, Italian, Spanish, and French, Uh, which is insane, Uh, he founded a lot of parishes uh, for those new immigrant communities as they came into the city, which were some of the first parishes of their kind, really. So with that not-so-brief bio in mind, I'd like to focus on something really significant that has to do with both St. John Newman and St. Elizabeth and Seton, as well as others, and that is that they lived in America. Uh, That may not strike you as really significant at first, but as an American, I can say for myself, uh, when I think of the saints, I think of, you know, St. Peter, St. Joan of Arc, St. Athanasius, St. Teresa of Avila, and their, their lives and testimonies are so, so important. But when I think of the saints that lived in America, something about them hits me a little bit harder. Um, St. Elizabeth and St. John both spoke English on a daily basis. They were U.S. citizens, at least eventually. Uh, they celebrated the 4th of July. They walked around in cities not far from me. Especially when you add the act- extra factors of, of age or a more recent American, like one of my favorites, Blessed Stanley Rother, uh, it, it literally hits closer and closer to home. Stanley Rother once said mass at Holy Trinity Seminary, where I spent three years of my life. 
He was a pastor in Durant, Oklahoma, which is like an hour away from where I grew up. He drove a pickup truck. I've met people. There's people alive that, that knew him personally. Again, there's nothing wrong with any of the saints, but I think that the church has really given us some incredible gifts in the American saints and blesseds that we have. Uh, and if you are not from the U.S., obviously there's, there's saints and blesseds from there's about every country or every ethnicity, whatever it may be. Um, and I think that that's a really, really special thing because they can serve as a reminder to us uh, say here in the U.S., which, by the way, is a relatively new place compared to Rome or Paris or Jerusalem, at least in terms of church history. Um, it's a good way to remind us here that we are all called to sainthood. I, Andrew Darling, who lives in Dallas, Texas, and went to Plano Senior High School and live in an apartment and plays the trombone, I am called to be a saint. I am called and also empowered to be a holy person. And so are you. And so is everybody else. And so is everybody else that they know. Holiness isn't just for people thousands of miles away, thousands of years ago. It's, it's for us too. The same spirit that inspired and guided those first apostles is the same spirit that I received in baptism and confirmation. The Eucharist that strengthens St. Peter and St. John is available at every Mass you go to. The same Father who claimed Abraham, Moses, and David, and Elijah, and all of the guys who spoke at the baptism of Jesus, as we will talk about later on, he calls me his son. He claims me as his own. You are a part of this. This is, in a certain way, about you. Now, don't let that go to your head, but keep in mind, when you hear about the lives of the saints, make an effort to consider that you are their successors. The saints that will be revered hundreds of years from now are alive today, and they are currently having to go to work. They have to pay taxes. They are currently doing chores. Uh, it could be you, but that, that doesn't sound right either because it's not like it's, it's up to chance. It's, it's not because it's up to you. We might not be, be canonized saints, of course, but it's a decision that we get to make whether to be a saint or not, whether to be in heaven or not. Thanks to Jesus, we have the choice to whether to live our lives with the greatness and peace and joy that God intends or not. He gives us that choice, and we get to make it over again every day. So remember that St. John Newman lived in Philadelphia. Remember that St. Elizabeth spoke with an American accent. And remember that you are called and empowered to be a saint as well. Thank you again for joining us today. Please pray for us here at All Saints. Pray for everyone else uh, who is listening to this podcast this Christmas. And know that you are always in our prayers here at All Saints. I'm Andrew Darling. This is Enlightened Advent Reflections. And I can't wait to continue this journey with you tomorrow. God bless. Mm -hmm.